When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Welcome back, folks. You know, we've talked about the sewage and water board for a long, long time. I've had uh, the executive director, Gassan Corbin, on quite a bit, talking about their failures, talking about their successes. Well, just uh, the other day, the governor issued an executive order uh, relative to the Sewage and Water Board of New Orleans Task Force. And I'm going to take and read major portions of this for you because I think it's important that you hear what the governor's thoughts are and what he's thinking about and why that's articulated in this executive order. Um, He talks about the creation of this in uh, 1899, and it changed in 1903, and he goes on to say, whereas the responsibility of the New Orleans drainage system is divided between the Municipal Department of Public Works and the Sewage and Water Board of New Orleans, thereby presenting hurdles in effective coordination and communication. Whereas the Sewage and Water Board manages critical infrastructure designed to prevent the loss of life and property damage from major flooding within the city of New Orleans. Whereas there has been a persistent concern for the Sewage and Water Board processes essential to the agency's effective operation and the public's trust. Whereas the Sewage and Water Board continues to overbill its customers as detailed within multiple investigations, totaling millions of dollars in under and over billings. Whereas, although the leadership of Sewage and Water Board claims to have largely resolved the agency's billing crisis, inaccurate billings in many cases remaining unsolved for years continue to plague customers, placing millions of public dollars into question. Whereas the Sewage and Water Board remains under investigation by various agencies to determine the scale of corruption within the Sewage and Water Board, permitting department, whereas rainfall in New Orleans consistently surpasses the capacity of the city's aging drainage system and the aging infrastructure and equipment of the Sewage and Water Board continually experience technical failures, whereas despite hundreds of millions of dollars from local, state, and federal sources being spent on the sewage and water system, widespread flash flooding has become a common occurrence in many neighborhoods throughout New Orleans. Whereas on December 2nd, 2023, there was extreme street flooding following a rainstorm and failure of Turbine 4. Whereas again on February 3rd, 2024, there was more flooding in multiple areas of the city. And he describes a bunch of different areas uh, there. Whereas following a rain event during the 2024 Mardi Gras season, the leadership of Sewage and Water Board attributed significant flooding to the small line drainage system of the city, when in fact the agency was without adequate pumping capacity to appropriately respond to the rain event. Whereas these frequent floods impose financial burdens on residents and businesses and drives up insurance costs, whereas the New Orleans transition team of Governor-elect Landry found that the public has lost faith in this state-chartered agency 
and its ability to consistently deliver effective drainage and clean water and the issues of sewage and water board are myriad and date back over 50 years. Whereas the Louisiana Department of Health has found numerous drinking water quality violations by the Sewage and Water Board. Whereas in December 2023, the Sewage and Water Board issued a boil advisory for a portion of Uptown after a 120-year-old iron water main failure, where it is in the best interest of the city of New Orleans to have the most efficient services possible, and whereas technical experts are needed to evaluate the current operations of the Sewage and Water Board. So he's laying out his case for the creation of uh, the task force. Now, the task force can have up to 14 members, uh, and um, they will report their findings within 30 days so that it can inform subsequent strategies, including those for the 2024 regular legislative session. Obviously, this is telling because this is forecasting that the governor may be bringing a package of bills to deal with the sewage and water board. The members will be the following. Uh, One member appointed by the Secretary of the Department of Transportation and Development. One member appointed by the Executive Director of the Coastal Protection and Restoration Authority. One member by the Secretary of the Department of Environmental Quality. So those are three cabinet position heads under the governor. Number four, a member by the American Council of Engineering, a member by the Louisiana Engineering Society, another member appointed by the Louisiana Associated General Contractors, a member appointed by Jefferson Parish Public Works, a member appointed by Greater New Orleans, Inc., a member appointed by the Business Council of New Orleans, a member appointed by New Orleans and Company, and four additional members appointed by the governor. So the governor would have seven um, at least seven members of the um, up to 14 members, and the governor shall appoint the chair of the task force and the governor's office, the executive branch of state government, government will provide all of the support staff facilities and resources for the task force. Now, I think this is a good idea, and I applaud the governor Uh, for doing this obviously this has been a top of mind issue for a lot of people for a long long time i believe this will cut both ways one it will identify and probably embrace a number of the deficiencies that we are already aware of um, as uh, for the lack of performance on behalf of the sewage and water board uh, for any multitude of years It will embrace the outcomes of a number of investigative reports by some of the news agencies here um, and a whole host of other things. The other side um, of the blade, it will reveal some of the remedial actions taken by the Sewage and Water Board. Now, whether or not they have been implemented in the most efficient fashion, in the most timely fashion, in the most effective way, that's going to be subject to debate, uh, but it's going to be important in, uh, in recognizing some of the successes of the Sewage and Water Board and to have an independent group actually articulate same. And I think that's what will ultimately uh, play itself out. The real question where the rubber meets the road here is going to be, what would the legislative action be? And is this state uh, 
uh, chartered agency, I guess is the way that um, they are referred to, the Sewage and Water Board. What is the governor going to be willing to take on uh, here? And will he be able to break kind of the stalemate, I guess, between the city administration and the city council as to the governance and structure of the sewage and water board moving forward. I think I, I think it goes without saying that um, we know that it's not the most efficient structure. We know that um, a lot of people are completely frustrated with the way that this is happening between the coordination or lack thereof between the Department of Public Works and the Sewage and Water Board. And if for no other reason, if we're able to create a process, a governance structure, or a super agency, for lack of a better term, to create these efficiencies, and because the governor controls a lot of purse strings, um, you recall the mayor talking about her fair share, um, well, it may be that one of the strings is you want your fair share, this is going to have to happen because we're not going to allow state funds to be utilized in a less than efficient way. And there's a cost to this bastardized administrative structure that we have and governance structure that we have relative to drainage, sewage, water, and other. It's it's really um, more clearly identified in, in, in the realm of uh, drainage, right? And so I, I, th- I think this is a good thing, and I applaud the governor for taking this on. I mean, uh, this is an issue he doesn't necessarily have to take on, and, and there, there are some downside risks uh, for him uh, as well, uh, but n- not that much, quite frankly. Um, and because he controls a lot of the purse strings, maybe he can break this uh, log jam that we have. We've been talking about you know, trying to meld these two agencies, DPW, Sewage and Water Board, for a long, long time. And maybe it's going to take the political umph of Governor Jeff Landry to do it. And I, I hope and pray that he's successful. And quite frankly, I would think that there would be members on, excuse me, members on the Sewage and Water Board <coughs> that would hope that he would be successful as well. I mean, who's going to argue against trying to create, foster, stimulate efficiencies? I can't imagine anyone who wants to step in front of that bus. Now, understand that the city is not going to be real happy, whether it's a city council and or uh, the city administration, about losing control. You know what? I, I don't know about you. I, I don't really give a damn about that much anymore, right? I think people want it to happen, and the sooner that it can happen, the better they're going to be, and the better off they'll be, and the happier they'll be as a community. And I don't think that the governor overstates the position that the public doesn't have a lot of trust in either agency, whether it be DPW, whether it be the Sewage and Water Board, 
uh, whether it be the general administrative services provided by the city. And we only need to look at the most recent polling on these issues over and over again to gain a complete understanding of where the public is on these issues. So for those reasons, I really think it's a smart thing on the part of the governor. Um, if, if he is going to be asked to spend state dollars down here to provide sustenance for the sewage and water board, to maybe utilize and help with the bonding capacity in some way, shape, or form to try and move these issues uh, forward, I applaud him. Uh, I applaud the effort. Uh, I think it's, it's, a, it's a bold move. Uh, although, you know, it, it is a, he is, has made it very clear that he's going to be in control just by the number of members that he's going to be responsible for, for um, participating here. But he's taken ownership. So, you know, the success and failure of this, whatever the legislative package may be or reveal, is on him. But hopefully it breaks the loggerheads. We want to hear from you, 504-260-1870 on the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line. Let's go to Rich. Rich, you're up. Welcome to the show. Noel, thanks for taking my call. Uh, hey, man, first disclaimer, or disclaimer, uh, I'm not a Democrat, but I'm definitely a liberal. Uh, I love a lot about New Orleans, but uh, some of it is beyond insanity. And I wouldn't agree with a lot of things uh, uh you know, a lot of social issues with uh, Governor Landry. However, man, I will totally applaud him for taking this on. Uh, you know, there can't be anybody in New Orleans who's happy with the sewage and water board. Uh, they get enough. The city council gets enough. The mayor gets enough. Uh, the sewage and water board is a train wreck. The director ought to be fired. Uh, hats off to uh, the governor for taking this on. As you said, he didn't have to do it, but he's recognizing uh, our frustration. And, and you mentioned that, uh, you know, the citizens uh, most have a lack of confidence. Well, well show me the, 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 the few that have any confidence, because I, I'm going to tell you, none of us have any confidence in the sewage and water board. The last flooding, uh, the spokesman was on the WWL being interviewed, and he said, well, we had a glitch. Uh, uh, okay, Forrest Gump, we know we had a glitch. Uh, now, how about let's not have any more glitches? A glitch is not an excuse. A glitch is not uh, a, an answer, and it shouldn't be happening at all. If you got a glitch, we should know about it days before so that people can park on the neutral ground. But anyway, you know, we realize, man, we're below sea level. We got some unique uh, issues. But uh, tell me what, what other city in America uh, where, where you have the water company, the Sewage and Water Board, constantly – in the news every week. So anyway, my hat's off to him, man. Uh, he, it's clearly a problem, and he's addressing it. And I don't care uh, if I agree with his uh, most of his social political beliefs or not. If he's willing to step in and do uh, good things for the citizens, I'll vote for Satan. Uh, and so, you know, he's got my support. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, and I, I and I think this cuts both ways. There are some things that the Sewage and Water Board has done that that is is appropriate, and I think that you know the committee will end up recognizing that. But uh, to your point, though, and I agree with you, I I don't know that there's an appreciable percentage of people that have any confidence uh, in it. 
the the messaging from the Sewage and Water Board has been less than stellar. Uh, there have been a number of misstatements, um, you know, about what actually happened. Sometimes there's this rush to judgment and there's this pressure. They should recognize that. They should be more cautious and careful before they say anything about what the, the cause of, of flooding may, may be. But when you see, as you appropriately point out, Rich, these repeated glitches, you know, um, human error, uh, there has to be a level of redundancy and level of competency that's instilled in this organization uh, to overcome those. You just can't keep having um, these things occur in the fashion that they occur. Now, we all know about machinery and mechanics and that stuff, you know, Murphy's Law. It's going to fail, and it's probably going to fail when put under stress. We, we, we understand that. But when it's all these other uh, things that are wrapped around it and we're not really completely forthright as, as it relates to the messaging, I think it frustrates people even more, and they have even less confidence. Your thoughts? No, I totally agree. I mean, you know, and, and frankly, Newell, it's, it's not confined to just the sewage and water board. Uh, it is a city government problem. The city council isn't getting it right. The city, the mayor isn't getting it right. And just like you're saying, when, when we have these issues that pop up, I, I don't know, man. I mean, in most of the uh, private businesses that I've worked in, when, when people are incompetent, they don't keep their job very long. When people, when people lie, they don't keep their job very long. And that, that seems to be the one – and I, I'm not from New Orleans recently. I've been here for 10 years. But what, the one thing that perplexes me about this city, and, and it's a phenomenon, uh, accountability is not a thing here. People don't get fired. When the, the hard rock imploded due to lack of code enforcement, everybody in that office, the head of the office, fired and, and probably charged for a crime. Uh, the supervisor of the person who should have been inspecting the building who didn't uh, 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 fired and, and probably charged with a crime. The person who, you know, the, the inspector himself. But wh- where, where did that happen? I mean, where was the accountability with that? The, new, the, the NOPD is the poster child of, of this issue. No one gets fired. Uh, you know, when the DA uh, was investigating, and I forget, I, I think the last name was Richardson, uh about some improprieties with money. Well, it wasn't that much money. Uh, well, well, wait a minute. So, so we aren't going to charge her. If it's if it's fifty cents and she knowingly took it, and it belonged to the, you're a policeman. You're you're not a bank teller or some you know where it doesn't matter that much. You're a policeman. We have to have confidence and trust in you that you are not a thief. And if you're a thief, what else are you doing? But it wasn't enough. It's just it's perplexing to me, man. Anyway, I'm I'm diverging from the sewage and water board issue, but I'm happy. No, but I think Rich, I think you, I think you're right. I mean, you know, I I I recalled, and I had this conversation with a a a former uh, law enforcement leader just recently uh, about these core competencies that you're in the credibility business, and. You know, as public employees, you're in the credibility business, not in any other business, because without credibility, you got nothing. You got to manage and massage the public's trust very carefully. Right. And the moment you lose it, you got to work three times as hard to get it back. So you don't want to lose it in the first instance ever, ever. And it'll catch up to you. Uh, And, you know, if you play in the short game all the time, 
Uh, and I go back to what my father told me. It's all about long term, son. Do not play the short game. Play the long game. And it just seems that we got a lot of people in, in public service that don't uh, adhere to that at all. Rich, thanks you, thank you so much for the call. Have a great week. We'll be right back, folks. We'll go back to the talk lines. We'd love to hear from you on the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line, 504-260-1870. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.